Hey, Coach. Hi, Jared. What did you feel like you learned from last week? Um, well, I learned that Baylor's a really good team. <laughs> um, they, it's a good football team. That's by far the most efficient and uh, complete team that we've played this year. They were good. And we, uh, we did a lot of good things. We were really explosive on offense in, in a lot of areas of the game. Uh, so sort of found out some things about, about that, but um, also had a, some critical errors that, uh, that were tough to overcome. And particularly, um, got, we got sacked in the first half. We got sacked. It was actually wasn't a sack. It was a, it was a quarterback draw with an RPO. It looked like a sack on a pass play that made a field goal uh, difficult more difficult. We lost some yards and missed the field goal. And uh, that was an unfortunate play because we were we were actually playing for a fourth down on that. It was it was I think third and seven and we called the draw play with the RPO thinking if we complete the RPO, we're gonna get a first down. If we uh, run the draw, we, we might make a first down, but at least put ourselves in position to go for it on fourth. And we didn't uh, execute the play well enough and actually lost some yards. And so that was a Really unfortunate play. It cost us points, probably. Uh, you, you never know for sure if we make the field goal, but it, it would have been an easier field goal or perhaps a first down with a chance to keep going. And then uh, the sack fumble was a really unfortunate play as well. Uh, you know, just wasn't even a blitz. We just didn't execute on that as well. And we're right there in scoring range with chance to either kick a field goal if we don't convert or new set of downs in the red zone. and. And uh, instead, we turned the ball over, and they, they end up getting points. So I, those two plays have been haunting me all week. And uh, so we learned something on those two plays. And then we also learned that we can really throw the ball down the field when we, when we need to. And uh, I don't think anybody's thrown the ball on that defense like that in a couple of years. As you're talking about that, I was curious about, you know, as you look at the run-pass balance, you use the run to set up the pass, sometimes you use the pass to set up the run. How do you kind of evaluate that? And, and you know, is it different for each game depending on what defenses are going to try and do against you? Yeah, uh, Saturday, you know, it was tough sledding early in the game. We knew it was going to be hard to run the ball. There was, it was, I mean, it's, it's been tough to run against them. We, and, we, and we had a couple of O-linemen out, so we knew – Plus Mason Wake is, you know, he was back, but he's, he wasn't close to 100%. And he's practically, he's practically our sixth O lineman. And uh, so we knew it was going to not, you know, we knew it was going to be difficult to run. Um, it turned out to be, turned, turned out to be a little more difficult than we had hoped. And then, uh, but then the way the game was going, you know, we, we were playing from behind and we'd score and then they would answer. And so it was kind of like, you know, uh, not a great situation to, to spend a lot of snaps solving our run game problems you know like we had some games earlier this year where a good portion of the third and fourth quarter was running the football and us finding some answers and the, you know the utah state game comes to mind the utah game the arizona state game those were games where we ran the heck out of the ball in the fourth quarter and a good portion of the third quarter was figuring out some things that that uh you know it, it takes a few snaps or maybe a couple of series of hey they're doing this okay what's our adjustment to that this game, there wasn't enough snaps to do that, and we were playing from behind, so we had to throw. So I think we could have figured out the run game. Uh, had we had a little bit different circumstances, I think we would have been able to get it going. But uh, the game didn't really it didn't call for that. We had to throw, and, and I thought we threw it well. And we just 
like I said, I'm those two those two critical plays I mentioned really to me that offensively the game hinged on those two plays. Uh, we we make those two plays. It's a very very different game. Jake and then Norma. Yeah, Aaron. This week a little bit of a unique, I guess, circumstance. I guess we'll call it with the coaching staff up there at Washington State. Seeing about half of their coaches dismissed. What is kind of the overall sentiment from you guys looking ahead to this one? Well, the thing we've been talking to our team about is that um, we played two of our best games last year with close to half our coaching staff not even on the trip. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm like breaking news right now or, or uh, if people were aware of that, but the Boise State game last year, we were missing a good number of coaches. And the Central Florida game, we were missing pretty much our whole offensive staff almost was not there. So. Um, we, uh, we've, we, we, Coach Lamb in particular reminded our whole team of that, that, you know, we played great without coaches last year. These, it's a player's game. It's a player's game. And these guys are going to be highly motivated and ready to play. Uh, they've got a veteran QB who uh, he's a, you can tell that guy's a great leader. Um, our coaching staff, we all know that kid from recruiting. He's a, he's an awesome leader. They're going to be ready to play. And I don't think the coaching situation really has an impact on the game at all. You kind of mentioned your offensive line. We had the two freshmen on the right side. Yeah. Is there hope that you get some of those guys back this week? Some of the guys like Lachance and Tukuafu, or is it too early to tell? Joe's back. Uh, he's he's back for sure. Harris, there's still a chance. He's doing a little more each day. Not sure if he's going to be ready to play in the game or not, but he, he's out there. He's practicing, which last week he wasn't even practicing. So uh, there's a chance there, but um, Joe's back. And um, you know, and I didn't mean I didn't mean to make it sound like it was those guys' fault, but it, it you know when you get two young players in uh, an environment like that, it was loud. That was a very good defense, and um, it just presented some challenges for us. We had to you know we had to um, work through some things for sure. Norma, go ahead. Hey, coach. So you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I'm. Hopefully you can expand. So at the start of the season, you guys kind of lacked those explosive plays and kind of slow to start offensively. You guys seem to have fixed those issues, but now the struggles to sustain drives and to establish the run. So I guess, how do you go from fixing one problem and then like having to fix another and just like, just the way the season rolls out and how these issues always come about through different ways. Yeah. Um, well, we've only had one game where we weren't, weren't able to run the ball, and that was Saturday. Uh, we, we've run the ball well, and every other game hasn't hasn't. Uh, it's, it's been always been a strength of ours, and it will be again. Um, so I'm not not uh, expecting to have those types of issues running the ball again. And uh, the explosive plays have picked up a lot, and uh, we you know we just need. I think we scored 24 points Saturday with only 55 snaps. You know, in a normal game for us, we've been averaging about 75 snaps a game the last couple of years. So if we get we get back up there around 75 snaps, we're going to be somewhere, you know, 35 to 40 points. And and uh, that's the goal. So we uh, we're, we're working on that. But yeah, we're we, we are improving every week in the passing game. Jaron Hall is playing really, really well. Uh, was really happy with him throwing the ball down the field, made great decisions, was very accurate. And uh, he's he's super aggressive at finding his guys down the field, and we've obviously got some guys that can go get it. 
John and then Mitch. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, coach, this is probably a really similar question. So you can maybe just say ditto to that last response. Uh, but how much pride does this team take in being able to play physical football and kind of be the the more physical team as as it were? And are there things that you can do kind of midweek in between games and practice and stuff to sort of rekindle a physical brand of football if you feel like you've fallen off at all? Um, yeah, I mean – just in, just in how you practice and, and, you know, your approach that you take every day. I mean, we are a physical team. We've already proven that uh, in our five wins this year, you know, and in the last two games that we lost, I didn't feel like we didn't play physical on offense. Uh, you know, the, the Baylor game in particular, that was a really tough defense. And like I said, the, the circumstances of the game, the way the game was going required for us to throw it more. And so, you know, we didn't have, like I said earlier, we didn't have that grace period of, hey, let's, let's this next series, let's establish the run and let's let's figure out some things in the run game. I mean, the clock was bleeding away from us pretty quickly and we were down by, you know, sometimes one score, sometimes two scores at a couple points, it was three scores. Like we, we couldn't just sit there and like work through our run game issues. <laughs> we had to throw. And so I, I still like you play that game over again. I think we, we could go back and run that game. We could play that game over again and run the ball. Well, it just, you know, every game is different. And uh, so I expect us to play with a, a lot of physicality and I expect Tyler, Tyler Algier to run hard on Saturday and Peeney as well. And, and we'll be, I expect us to be right back to our old selves. It was, you know, it was a one game hiccup. Coach as uh, you know, with Jaron Hall, it's, it's pretty remarkable to think that he's in his fourth year yet. He's still only got seven starts pretty young in terms of being a starting quarterback. With, as the weeks go by and with him getting more snaps under his belt, what do you feel is, is emerging as maybe some of the, the best traits of Jaron uh, now that you're getting more, more film on him in actual games? Um, just how, how, how smart he is as a player. He takes great care of the football. He makes great decisions. You know, he's, he's obviously very talented. He's got physical tools that are most players don't have, um, but it's his, you know, his uh, decision making, the way he takes care of the football. Um, he's he's really an accurate thrower, very efficient throwing motion. I mean, there's this there, I could go on and on. He and you know, uh, I don't know if this is how many how much this has been researched, but he's he's playing at a really high level for a guy who you know has played five complete games. Um, you said seven starts, whatever it is, but he's up there right now with some of the best that have played here in that in that amount of time. And um, it, and we're seeing growth every game. Like he's getting better every game, and uh, he's nowhere near his ceiling. I, I expect him to keep getting better every week. Um, and you know that that and I don't mean that to, that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean passing yards or anything like that. I just think you're going to keep seeing him grow as a player and do more good things, uh, you know, more efficiency, more big plays, just you're going to see him lead our team better each game the, the more he gets to play. And, um, you know, he hasn't arrived or anything like that, but he's playing at a really high level and and uh, we're lucky we have him. What, what are some of those those metrics that you guys have tracked that that put him among some of the, the best to in, in, in BYU through five starts? Well, just his efficiency. I mean, Saturday we're – you know, 71% completions at, at uh, 11 yards per attempt. I mean, 11 yards per attempt is a lot. And 
So you're throwing a lot of completions and getting a lot out of those completions, a lot of yardage and, and moving the team. There's a lot of big plays and, you know, you make the more big plays you make, the easier it is to score. And, and uh, he's making big plays and uh, really driving the ball down the field well for us. And, and then his ability to run is just game changer. You know, I uh, had a, a defensive coordinator from a team that we played this year call me uh, last week and we, not going to say who it is, but we had a conversation about it. He just said, man, it's so scary just knowing that at any moment he can pull the ball and go. And, uh, you know, we, it, it was, uh, he just said it put him, put him uh, on edge the whole game trying to call, call the game against us. And so um, that's, that's another part of it, I think, that, that you add that into his ability to throw the ball down the field. And, uh, you know, we've got a good thing going. We just got to keep, keep building on it and go get a win this week. I wanted to ask you one more question. Um, BYU's actually never been uh, to Pullman, oddly enough. It's the only Pac-12 program that BYU's never played at. You've had a few experiences. What's the, what's the Palouse like uh, from your memories? It's a tough place to play. Every time I've ever been there, the weather was bad. It's rained every time except once. It was snowed uh, the whole game. Uh, John White had a great game running the ball, and it was snowing, and we just uh, – but it's they got great fans. Their fans are, host, uh, you know – hostile in a good way, like the way you would want your home fans to be. They get after the opposing team. Um, and it's, a, you know, it's, it's a, not a huge stadium, but it's loud. I remember crowd noise is definitely a factor there. And watching the Stanford game, I watched the TV copy of the Stanford game, and you could tell they were going on a silent cadence, and uh, they had some issues with crowd noise. So it's a, it's, it's a hostile environment. I told our players expect it to be a lot like what the – Utah State crowd was like, except, uh, you know, just ramp it up a little bit. You know, this is a big game. They've, they've won three in a row, and, and they're feeling good, and it's going to be a really fun college football environment.